everyone. This is I, I Wanna, wanna wear, wear Your Skin. And I'm Jill. And I'm Kayla. And here we are. And we're going to pop some bubbly. Ooh. <laughs> that was nice. I'm really excited that I did that right. <laughs> I was pretty nervous I was going to blow that. I'm it not going to lie. Um, we've already had... Boop. Oh, cork on the floor. We've already had a few uh, uh, boozies um, seltzer water things. Which are the fucking shit. They are the shit. Uh, if you're listening with kids, maybe don't. I don't know. Uh, oh ne- never. Yeah, this That's is like, definitely an episode to not watch with children. <laughs> this is, yeah, especially this is not an episode for children. Mm-mm. Um... We, let's see, the only housekeeping we have, we went today, it is right before uh, uh, Easter, and we went and took pictures with the Easter Bunny for our promo photos. That is a full mason jar full of Prosecco. Well, I mean, I no, think I love it. we're going to drink the whole bottle, so we might as There's well just no not re- yeah. deal with constantly repouring while we're <laughs> talking about... How amazing this Lifetime movie was. Oh, amazing. Since we've never said that so far. But maybe this will be the day. Maybe. We'll see how we... how We'll see. Uh, yeah, so we took pictures with the Easter Bunny today. And those will be our uh, promo photos. So by the time you're hearing this, you've likely seen the photo. Yeah. <clears throat> and if you ever want to travel to the Federal Way Comments Mall... <laughs> Let me tell you, what a weird, interesting piece of shit place that is. Cheers. 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 It's the world's tiniest mall, and it's also stuck in early 90s, so it was pretty fitting. Actually, there's been this big resurgence in mall culture to have it be... I know, this... Do you like mall magazine? I'm actually (laughs) a mall expert. Excuse you. (laughs) But apparently... So bear with me. Apparently, there's a resurgence in mall culture to make it more high scale, where like Nordstrom's is like no longer like the nicest store. It's, in fact, like, mid-tier to low-tier, and everything else is boutiques and fine jewelry and fine dining. So, uh, we I did see a Red Robin. Oh, well, this is, like I said, this is not that (laughs) mall. Uh, And we probably will not ever be going to those malls, and that's okay. They did have Birkenstocks at the, uh, what was that, Famous Footwear? Yeah, for, like, 20% off, too. 20% off of Birkenstocks. If that sale's still going on when this podcast airs. Yeah. Go and get your summertime sandals, folks. Again, we're not sponsored by anyone. Nope. We just like things and then tell you. Yep, but also so. Birkenstocks, what up? There's, totally there's, into it. There's some solid money. That's yeah. some cash flow right there. Woo! I'll take Woo. it. Um, so that was our... That was oh, our day. That was our day. That was our day, And yeah. then we watched this movie. Oh, we watched this movie, all right. It's called See Jane Run. Yep. Did she even... I guess she ran... No. No. Did she? No. When she tried to punch that guy, she ran towards him. That was a jog. That was a soft jog. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. She definitely That was a German word for jog, which is jog. A jog. Yeah. Yes. Jogging. No. So, no, she didn't didn't run, but her name was Jane, so there was was one. And we did see her. We saw her. We did see her. Um, it was... We're, so IMDb says it came out or was made or something. I don't know what the date is actually denoting. But it's a yeah. 1995. Lifetime said 1998. So what happened in the middle? 
Who knows? Pro- possibly financial production issues. Michael knows. I mean, surely Lifetime wouldn't ever have those problems. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. They're giving away blankets for free. Absolutely. Um, so would you like to read the premise of Oh, the... do you have it written down? Because I definitely oh, don't. Oh, shit. You know I don't have it written down. <laughs> uh, you know I barely have their names fully written down. Okay, here we go. See Jane Run. Starring Joanna Kearns and John Shade. No no worries if you don't know who those folks are. You should know who Joanna Kearns is. Because she was the mom on Growing, Growing Pains. Pains. So mm-hmm. y- you might know who she is. Um, so Jane Whitaker, the character, cannot remember anything about her life, including why she is wearing a blood-soaked dress with $10,000 stuffed in the pocket. They never addressed the $10,000. I mean, I, I can posture why it was there, but Uh they didn't ever address it in the movie, so I have to say that right off the bat. And secondly, I don't remember them ever referencing her last name being Whitaker. No. It was something else. It's actually kind of bizarre that in these IMDb's that they give them, like, full names, because very rarely ever... You don't need it. ...is there a reference to the last name. You barely need their first name. No. In fact, you don't need to know who any of these people are. Because you're not going to learn their backstory. You're not. Because they're not going to give it to you. They did a pretty alright job with this movie explaining... I mean, they had to. That was kind of the premise. Yeah. explaining what had happened. Yeah, so maybe all these other movies that don't have backstory, all the characters also have amnesia. Yes. And they just don't say that. It's a fair assumption. Or the directors have amnesia. And they're just like, uh... Let's just cut. Yeah. I don't know. It's fine. Um, the first... Well, what what else do you want to say about the, the IMDb? Anything? Well, we did... We mentioned Joanna Kearns was on Growing Pain. She also starred in Knocked Up and Girl Interrupted. Mm. Um, John Shea, who played Dr. Michael, was Lex Luthor on Lois and Clark, The New Adventure of Superman back in the 90s. Oh. Um, Katie Boyer... Uh, was whose character's name was Paul Marinelli. Once again, no need for a last name. Was well, it was pa- oh Paula. Paula. Yeah. Yeah. Did did you ever hear her last name? No. no. Completely unnecessary. She was in the Ghost Whisperer, The Last mm. World, Jurassic Park, <laughs> and then Lee Garling. I just stopped writing down <laughs> IMDb info after that because uh, for some reason Lifetime somehow scored with having a bunch of active working actors in they this did. film. Yeah. And so they listed like twenty people, and I'm not even gonna attempt no. to tell so, you about them. Look it up. If or don't. I, uh, yeah, we're not going to tell you how to live your life. Do whatever you want. Um, the first note that I wrote down about this movie was mom haircut. Because that's the opening scene. It is. Is zoomed in on the quintessential early 90s mom bob. If she's you will. got that quintessential barrette in her hair. Mm-hmm. She's got like a pea coat or like a trench coat sort of situation going Always. on. Always. Yeah. She's in a grocery store. Um, and of course, because she's a woman, she goes down the cat food aisle. Mm-hmm. And there's only women in that aisle. There's a man in the grocery store in general. Well, I mean, do men own cats? Is that... I'm, I I don't know. This is a general question, because I... I mean, it's only women, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, my, I mean, my best friend has two cats, and he identifies as male. And I can actually think of, like, 20,000... Other men. Other men I know that like cats. cats. But this is Lifetime. Yes. In the Lifetime universe, they Mm -mm. definitely don't. No. Um, You're immediately on edge when the movie starts. Like, the music, she's confused. In the cat food aisle, like, you know what you're getting if you're in the cat food aisle. And she does not. So, 
Um, she, <laughs> I took a note from, uh, Chris when he said, you know, when you like forget you went to the store, except instead of forgetting what you went, why you went to the store, you just, you have amnesia. You just, you just, <laughs> you just have it. You just forget entirely who you are. You know, some grocery stores are just filled with that kind of whimsy that just really sweep you away. You get so, like a sample of Prosecco and you're like, fuck, you're why like, oh my am I God. on earth? Yeah. A little brie with a cracker sample and you're, Woo! you're flying high. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. So she she has a panic attack in the grocery store and she runs out. Does. And she runs she out runs. she's confused. There it is. <laughs> How could we forget the opening oh, sequence where she runs? Of course. She runs out. She she you know, she's looking around the street. You can tell she's obviously discombobulated and she pulls out a shit ton of water a cash. A lot of hundreds. Out of her out of her pockets. Yeah. And then just shoves them back in yeah. and scurries down the street while saying to herself do I live here? Is this my neighborhood? Hard to say. Is this my home? Hard to say. Then she shows up at a hotel because she's mm-hmm. like, well, I need a place to sleep tonight. And I've got all this money. Uh, and then the, the bellhop or like the dude at the hotel is like, yeah, we we need a credit card to hold your room for the night. She's like, is this just a policy for women? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, I think it's a policy for any hotel above a one star rating, you know, unless you're like paying by the hour. I think everyone saying, unfortunately makes you put a credit yeah. card down. And I'm not saying she's wrong and saying like, I've got to look at this $10,000 worth of cash I have in yeah. my trench coat. Uh, <laughs> Just wadded up. You but, don't need any ID. And I and I appreciate her attention to detail, but no, I don't think it's because she's a woman. No, I don't think this is prejudice. Not Sorry, in that Jane. Certain circumstance. No. Next situation. Then she she, she uh, he just lets her have the room. Yeah. Because she complained. Um, well, he uh, she accuses him of being a sexist publicly. Yeah. He's like, I'll take his your job. cash. And he's just like, okay, lady, here, here's a fucking room. Get out of my face. Uh, and she goes into her hotel room and, again, looks at the wads of cash and shoves it back in. Takes off her jacket and realizes... <gasps> Blood! So much blood! And it's very red. It's so fresh. Yeah. This was a... This was a probably ago. Yeah, I mean, like literally. Did she stab herself? Is she wounded? It's on her bra too. She takes mm-hmm. off the dress. It's still. It's on her bra. They did continuity there. Uh, <laughs> and uh, then we postulated that she was just like it was stabbing arms, and she was just stabbing someone continuously. Yeah, because she's ripped. Which mm-hmm. I I appreciate that on uh, the growing pains that they would have a buff mom. Yeah. And so she's she's got those stabbing arms. Yeah. So we probably just assume that she stabbed someone. Absolutely. Um, and instead of I don't see this is where I I really struggle because I. I don't want to think I would narc on myself, but I feel like if I had amnesia, took off my clothes, I'm covered in blood, it's not my own blood, and I don't know who I am, I feel like I'd call 911. Like, I feel like I would go to a police station. And the fact that she's just like, you know, I'm sleepy now. Yeah. I go, I I go night-night. Yeah. (laughs) I I go to bed. I'm gonna... Do she, the avoidance and method. she slept easy. Oh, like yeah. she just like got in bed and was like, you know, that blood. Ah, so yesterday yeah. she was more stressed out about the whiskers treats yeah. on the cat aisle. Absolutely. Then what are these? the fucking blood stains? And these aren't the, the kind cash. I get for my cat. No. Yeah. No, my cat's a frisky cat. Okay, not a whiskers. That's... My my actual cat refuses to eat 
canned food. He's like, I will rather, I would rather starve. I thought that eat. shit was cracked to cat. That's what I thought. My cat is, he's a, he's a dick. Okay. Well, yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, so she does that. She gets uh, a full restful night's sleep. Oh, and then she, uh, that, isn't that when she, like, looks, she, like, finds this person's phone number? Do we ever meet, like, who's Pat? We don't know. Yeah. She finds this guy Pat's phone number in her pocket. Uh, what does she say to herself? She's just like, who's that? Yeah. <laughs> who, who is this? And Do it, I know him? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of internal monologuing. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's always a very deep, sultry voice whisper. Uh-huh. It's like, where am I? <laughs> Who am I? We like to imagine the whole movie that there was just another character that was right off screen saying these things. So she's in this hotel room and some other woman is in there saying, who is that? From what I saw, (laughs) it's the most plausible explanation. Uh, Oh, and then she goes, I don't know, I forget where she goes, but she goes and someone's like, oh, she goes to like a store or something. She's like, can I help you? And she's like, yeah, "Yeah, with everything. an entire life problem funny story um i'm gonna need you to start from from the beginning which honestly like if i was working in a department store and someone said that to me like let's talk let's figure this shit out together i I hope you know that i'm here with clothes (laughs) to give you and that's all i have i can create an identity for you but once again she calmly is trying to carry out her day she is fine in the department store. Yeah. She's totally fine being naked under a trench coat, buying clothes. Yeah. For an alibi that she doesn't even know she's created. Oh. And then she's like, you know what? Maybe I should go to the doctor. Yeah. But she apparently had gone to the cops first. She says that in the doctor's office, but we never see that. She's like, I went to the cops, mm. I did this thing, and we're like, all right, well, maybe Lifetime should have showed us that shit, because I don't believe you. Yeah, Jane might be a liar. Yeah. See Jane lie. <laughs> uh, oh, and then I, I wrote down, uh, if you have trauma, just say you forgot something. Yeah. Just, just say you have amnesia. Mm-hmm. Then you don't have to deal with it. Then her husband finds her. Oh, and her husband, he gave me creep vibes. Oh, 100%. Right away. I don't know if it was like the perfectly permed hair... Or just, I just, I kept saying that he looked like a lizard who stole a human suit. That he just, did it look was just like that. Vibe. It was just creepy. Super creepy. And I will say, she had a lot of really good one-liners. Like, he said something like, oh, I forgot all about that. And she's like, you'd be amazed at the things you forget. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amnesia uh, jokes. Well, you know, Jane never said that she lost her sense of humor. No, she so didn't. So, she, she's she remembers. That. Yeah, she's yeah. fresh throughout this Just like whole the trauma. blood. Uh-huh. Just like the fucking blood. Um, I don't know what I wrote. It was like 10 gallons, too. It was just a ridiculous amount of blood. Oh, McMansion. They live in a McMansion like every single Lifetime movie we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, we learned that her mom, well, quote unquote, died a year ago in her car, and she had some sort of, like, a mental breakdown at that point. But this is all what her husband's telling her. Sure, Because, sure. of course, she can't remember shit. Mm-mm. Her husband's trying to guide her through this process while being really creepy and slow-talky and touchy. It's just... It's bad vibe central. And then he gives her tranquilizers. Well, what he says are tranquilizers. Yeah, because he is also a doctor. A pediatrician. And can write prescriptions. Yes. So... 
I need to know how to get he, that hookup. And we learn that he, I think we learn that he's a pediatrician because she notices that he has a gash on his head, like still gaping wound, and he's mm-hmm. like, oh, pediatrics, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, all those children kicking me in the face all day. I'm an adult male and all these children, I, you know, whatever, just like gash in my head. And how she didn't put like, oh, I'm covered in blood, here's a wounded man. I know. I don't, I don't understand. She still has short-term memory at this point. Like, she she has amnesia, but that yeah. doesn't, she would remember that she has blood on her and he has a gas. And that's literally what she keeps repetitively screaming to everyone. Like, mm-hmm. I don't remember who I am, but I remember what I said five seconds ago, yeah. dickhead. Yeah. Not like that. Much more well put together. Much more waspy. What I wrote uh, about the gash being because of pediatrics, I just wrote, nah, dude. <laughs> nah. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Um. Oh, and the, and so now we have like a housekeeper sort of situation named Paula. Mm-hmm. Um. And Jane asks her, "Are you married?" And Paula says, "No." And Jane says, "Oh, I'm sorry. Like someone fucking died." Yeah. Well. And then Paula's like, "Well, it's okay. No one's like your husband." <laughs> yeah. No thanks. I just. Just, on all counts, like, no one died because she didn't get married. Fuck off, Jane. Right? Like, Also, your husband sucks. I, I mean, no one wants to be married to your fucking weasel, so I don't know why <laughs> every other non-married person your has to be an man apology. In a skin suit? I don't know. Maybe I'm sensitive uh, <laughs> because I'm non-married, and non-married women are hysterical she-beasts <laughs> who just roam Aren't the world. We, we are. Fucking Cheers. Cheers. uh then i just wrote weird fucking dream sequence (laughs) lots of like at the beginning because there's dream sequences throughout the movie and unlike a lot of other dream sequences that we've seen they actually start to piece together what's going on and at the beginning they're really bizarre you know like she's screaming into a phone and then running out into and then it's a store she's in it's just all very you know like fever dreams yes and i have to say they are very similar to like what my nightmares look like which Mm -hmm. is crashing my car or, like, killing someone, it's usually honestly, like, an animal. Like, I somehow, like, rode over an animal with a car. There's always, like, a car involved in my nightmares, so it was, like, okay. a little triggering yeah. for me, Well, you honestly. know, animals are better than people, they so are. I yeah. understand that fear. Yeah. My dogs are sniffing under the door as we speak, and I fucking miss them because they're not <laughs> in the room with us. But they're real gassy right now, so they're oh, gonna stay yeah. out. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but one thing that I appreciate <laughs> from her going home is... Making me remember how popular sleep dresses were back in the day and how comfortable they look. I want one. You know, those like free flowing white cotton slips, like not, not like silky slips, like they're they're like dresses. They're like day dresses. Do you remember Nev Campbell's in the movie Scream? Yes, I do. I do because yes, I thought she was banging. She is in that movie. So yeah. I do very much yeah. so remember that. So I think that moving forward, like we should find some and that's what we wear while we record. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, you listening can't see it, but we will be comfortable and you will feel that. Yeah, and I'll, I'll be telling you exactly how free and mobile I am now. Yes, <laughs> I think we should do it. Yeah. Um, and then I wrote, so, like, her neighbor asked her, um, like, about some time that happened. She's like, do you remember? 
and Jane's like, no, I don't fucking remember. I've got fucking amnesia, like, well, people dude. stop asking me this question. <laughs> like, you know the fucking answer. <laughs> but the problem is, is that, you know, because she's trying to piece together a memory and her husband mentioned that she was friends with her neighbor. So she's like, oh, right. I'll, I'll try and reestablish that, that connection. Maybe I'll remember something. But her neighbor is hella aggressive. Yeah. Like, just fucking Jeez. female Rambo. I just wrote neighbor lady equals bitch. Oh, super big bitch. But she's not really. She's just hurt. Yeah. But we don't know that. But you can tell. Yeah. It's underlying in yeah. her feelings. Yeah. Uh, but Jill was very excited to know that in this Lifetime movie, there were things in cups. There were. Yes. Oh, like, well, there was a couple cups that I can't confirm, but there were a couple cups, there were legit, there was coffee in them. Oh, there yeah. There was actual coffee in yeah, those when, cups. Yeah, when they were at the neighbor lady's house. Oh, my house, God, it was like an orgasm uh, in a cup. They had coffee in cups, and then she put cream in her coffee She put actual cream in the cup. In it the is amazing. Cup. Like, Lifetime, that is what acting is. Like, they showed me my nightmares, and then they showed me in my dreams. Mm, beautiful. Thank you, Lifetime. Thank you. Um, okay, so then she wakes up from this crazy dream sequence, um, where she was, like, hit by a car, and her daughter was in the car with her, she's, like, very scared, so she's like, I gotta call somebody, she tries to call somebody, but she's losing control of her body, and then, uh... Like, almost like, a, like in a seizure way. Yeah, like, she cannot write, she can't yeah. move her fingers. Yeah, like, she's, she's definitely worse, now mm-hmm. than when she came home from the doctors from when she was first you know having amnesia like she, bitch is getting worse right yeah um and she's on hella what quote unquote tranquilizers Ugh. michael comes in and sees her struggling to write down a phone number um and what well, i don't remember why he says this but he oh she's like yeah paula won't let me call my friends or talk to my friends and he's like i didn't want you to be embarrassed mm-hmm. i didn't want you to feel shame for a medical condition that you have no control because over because what i wrote was michael sucks and this is gaslighting 101 absolutely he's a fucking piece of shit man mm-hmm. which leads into <sighs> a sex scene yeah so she can't move her fucking fingers to write down a phone number but then she's like, oh, Michael. Well, after, you know, when when a husband tells a wife that she's crazy and embarrassing you herself. You have sex. I just, I just never have been more turned on in my life. Not one time. I just, give it to me. Yes. Vanilla sex 101. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Would that- you like a go-gurt? <laughs> <laughs> Things that white people no. say after sex. Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you like a go-gurt. Uh, yeah, I, I postured in the beginning that, like, once she had amnesia, that maybe she would be questioning, hey, so, like, what kind of sex do we have? Like, is it, like, vanilla? Or, like, are we, like, into shit? Like, what's our what's I'd our have thing? to preface. <laughs> like, I mean, if I didn't know myself yeah. or... You know, what I was into, I'd have to be like, look, do we have a swing? Do I Are we have, swingers? Like, what's the deal? Is is there a code word? Like, Gotta should know. I know? Should What should I know? It's like, no, yeah. let's, just, let's just speed into this, into this gaslight sex train. Let's do it. Oh, but, I mean. <laughs> I know. Can, can we... Can we get sponsored by a tranquilizer company? Like, can that happen? I, 
I just I just feel like more people should abuse prescription drugs. I just feel like that's not a problem in America, and I think <laughs> oh god, I think we should you know yeah. make it a problem. <laughs> uh, oh, and I I wrote my quote about that was she couldn't move her fingers now she's fucking <laughs> yeah. Well, you don't need to mu- <laughs> you don't need to use those fingers, sister. And then, um, and then see she, Jane fuck. Then she has a uh, quote unquote dream sequence slash like memory uh where she like some it's actually really amazing some dude like plows through this group of kids and she's like "Uh uh-uh buddy and then goes and fucking like punches his lights out Uh, and then runs him down and then she like wakes up dream punching because she's got those stabby buff arms man (laughs) like i can believe it there's some fight sequences that they toss some some actors into where i'm like Honey, you can't do that. But no. Joanna Kearns? <laughs> she's yeah. got it. Mm-hmm. She's got tackling to the ground, three swift punches to the face, has to have someone pull her off him. It's oh, great. Yeah. It's a great action Unfortunately, sequence. it's her husband, Michael, that pulls her off of oh. him. Because Michael sucks. And Michael's like, honey, you know your temper. You can't act <laughs> out like this. He's like, you're going to get killed someday. <laughs> he literally says that as she's punching the dude. Well, like, you know. We could all get killed someday in a Lifetime movie. Oh, it's 100%. a possibility. <clears throat> um, then then she has that situation with a neighbor lady where things escalate. Neighbor lady uh, says that she's had an aff- like that Jane has had an affair with neighbor lady's husband, which is why she's so aggressive exactly. towards Jane. And then I wrote unconfirmed. Can't trust a woman. No. Well, no. There, There's no woman that's set up to be believed or trusted in these no. movies. So, you know, you, you kind of get the feeling that maybe this wife is, uh, this neighbor gal is just jealous right. of Jane because everyone just keeps fucking talking about how great Michael is. Like, oh, your husband's just so amazing. Oh, he's just so incredible. If I had a husband like Michael. And it gets to the point where you're like, wait, I haven't seen Michael do shit shit other than pass out drugs and tell you know his wife that she's crazy and you know she needs to go to bed so i i mean outside of the pushing of drugs i don't really see anything cool about michael Uh -uh. so you know two thumbs down he sucks and then she tries to call somebody and he like catches her trying to call somebody and then him and paula hold her down while they drug her with a syringe in her arm. Yeah, because it becomes very obvious that Paula isn't just, like, her caretaker. Paula is Michael's assistant yeah. who's doing his bidding. Right. Making sure that she doesn't contact anyone, making sure that she's sedated. But we haven't seen, like, them literally knock her out before. And this one's it's just a needle to the arm. Oh, yeah. Like, just putting a rhino down. Because, and I, I wrote in all caps, women are crazy... Trust no bitch. Trust no bitch. You just can't. You can't. You can't. You just can't, you, you know? Can't. It's, That's what I'm learning. The, what, you and I are learning a lot of things about being a woman, <laughs> and I feel like we've been doing a lot of things wrong. Yeah. One, trusting. Two, supporting. Three, you believing. this Prosecco for me. I did. I don't know what's in it. Um, so many tranquilizers. <laughs> there's, there's literally 20 tranquilizers. Yeah, that's why I drank half of mine and you've had a quarter because you're testing the waters. <laughs> you're just like, mm, maybe. 
Maybe. Um, okay, and then comes my my favorite scene of the movie where she goes to a pharmacy because she has hidden her drugs in her shoe. Well, and she picks up where else do you put your pills? I'm not saying it's wrong. She just picks up her shoe. She's like, okay, hold on. Um, what are these pills? I just have a hard time believing that like the sweat from her feet and the <laughs> and, and the erosion from her socks would have wear off any like pill marking. Must make you sweaty. Yeah, but it did actually help showcase one of two people of color yes. in a Lifetime movie, which we have not seen two people of color in a Lifetime movie yet. There were two in the last one. Fuck! Yeah. There I go. Uh, so, okay, the That's first... That's true. The first one, there was the cop. There was a cop. The second one, there was a doctor and the nurse. And a nurse. You are so right. I and forgot about this the nurse. one, there's also two. We'll reveal the second one later. Yeah, but this guy's the pharmacist. He's the pharmacist. And she's just like, hey... My buddy gave me this because I wasn't feeling too hot. She's like, I can't sleep. What are what are these? That's right. That's right. And then he's like, uh, I don't remember what he says that they are, but he's like, you don't want to take these. If you keep taking them, you could get Parkinson's or have psychosis. Um, and he he gives the great advice of first you want to get rid of these and then you want to get rid of the friend. <laughs> and that's actually the first time that we've had anyone. A uh, hint of the fact that Michael might not be up to any good. Yes. Um. Then she comes home and she's in a in a uh, a fury about this, <clears throat> and Michael's there and she confronts him about it and he's like, "All right, here's what happened. You had an affair. One of your lovers was here and you stormed out of the house. You hit me." You had survivor's guilt because you were in the car and your mom and your daughter dead. Yeah. And the problem is with revealing that the her mother and her daughter is dead is that Michael has been leading her to believe that they have a seven-year-old daughter together mm-hmm. and she is currently staying with his parents right. while she recuperates so she doesn't have to see her mom going through this difficult time Yeah, and also to give jane a break while she recovers from amnesia so this is a big bombshell like oh hey just a heads up mom's dead <laughs> kids dead too sorry kids about dead it too and you had a breakdown yeah yeah so pretty pretty big news i think we were all like what yeah i didn't see the dead kid thing coming i suspected that oh, did you? i didn't know if it would be true or not but i suspected that the kid was probably dead um, and he didn't want to reveal it. Yeah, I started to believe Michael. That was my problem. I started Ooh, to, like, really... Yeah. I, I forgot uh-huh. about the lizard he human is, skin suit he issue. He is a lizard human skin. Uh-huh. Um, And she breaks down completely. She... Can you mimic what she does? I can. So she's, oh God, I was born for this moment. I wish this was the time that we were being videotaped, but she's shaking her hands very erratically in front of her face and she's making this sound and the sound is, like a dolphin. Yeah, like a dolphin mixed with a baby bird, mixed with a woman who... Which should have we're not watched. Listen, breakdown. Whatever you're going through, like whatever sound you make is fair and valid. Uh, but it was a movie, so it was fun. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna disagree with Jill here. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna 
say that if you are ever having a tough time and your coping sound is, <laughs> then you need to take a step back. You need to go somewhere private and you need to explore new sounds. So you've got to like deal with your own shit before you deal yes. with your, the death of your dog. Obviously, you got to work on yourself before you can focus on other people. Everyone says that. Dr. Phil, Oprah, RuPaul. Fuck Dr. Phil. All right. We'll get into that okay, later, but, but fuck Dr. You know. Phil. Oh, well, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Dr. Phil is the lifetime have of you, daytime Have you seen the, the video of the cuts where it's just, like, everybody being silent? Like, they just cut the scenes of everybody looking at him, and so it's just this really long video of, like, a whole family that's super uncomfortable, and they've cut out all of the audio parts of it. This sounds it's like everything so I need in my life. Good. This sounds amazing. <laughs> I haven't seen any so of this. Funny. It's Thank just a you. bunch of people being like, uh, 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 I can't, uh, I can't wait to YouTube this. It's, yeah, oh, just watching um, failed families. Oh, then she's catatonic and she's holding her plastic bag of money. And Michael comes over and like pulls a, a wad out to go pay for something. Well, He's like, I'll be right back. He puts this woman in a wheelchair and just <laughs> Her around, you know, with the little blanket on her lap, and then and then puts this bag of plastic, uh, this plastic bag full of cash on her lap, and she's uh, like, "This is a fine situation. Yeah, no one's gonna rob us. No one knows there's, there's not ten thousand dollars. There's not ten thousand dollars in my wife's lap. Who's catatonic? It's fine. Yeah, just wheel her around in public. It's yeah. cool. That's and then this this woman comes over and she's like, "Hey, you're Amy's mom, the daughter." Uh, obviously. And she's like, uh, I just wanted to say that, like, when you punched that dude for, like, plowing through our kids, I really respected that. Like, thank you for doing that. And in her catatonic state, Jane's like, fuck yeah. Yeah. And then she goes, wait, that wasn't a dream? And she's like, six months, she said something about six months ago. And Jane's... Uh, this, the other woman in the room that is not revealed, I, aka, like, her mind, mm-hmm. uh, is saying, like, just keeps repeating six months. She's like, he said that she died a year ago. Yeah. But this woman said something about six months ago. So maybe my daughter isn't dead. Oh my god. <laughs> um... What did I try? Oh, this she try. She tries to return her bloody dress, and the woman's like, "You bought this six months ago, and there's hella blood on it." Yeah, so, you can't. Like, sorry this. about that. I do think that was a dream sequence, though. I do, but it was still very. It funny. was still super <laughs> funny because I would do that in a dream sequence. Like, hey, I had diarrhea on Tuesday. I pooped my pants. I can't use these pants yeah. anymore. Can you give me my money back for these pants? That's a very Kayla move. Like that's. Kayla would do that a hundred percent. But after after this uh, this conversation, uh, and it's not really a conversation. It's this lady talking yes. at this catatonic she woman. She just like fucking walks yeah, away. She's like, like oh, you oh, can't talk. Uh, bye. It was good talking. <laughs> See you at the next PTA meeting. She she starts to to really process this and decides to start protesting by refusing her medicine. Mm-hmm. So she starts, you know, putting it in her cheek and then hiding it under the mattress. More shoe pill behavior. As you do. And starts to become more clear and starts trying to get more answers. Like, okay, if I know that my daughter was alive six months ago, even though my husband said she was dead a year ago, what's going on here? Something is fishy. 
She goes back to the neighbor's house. She does. And I have to point out, she goes, well, before that, she goes to another neighbor's house. And I only point this out to say, she goes there, and every neighbor she goes to has matching flower mugs. Oh. And this is the first lady that has actual coffee in the cup. Oh. I just point that out because that, yeah, that second time was the first time that you could see the coffee. Oh, you actually saw the coffee this time around. Okay. That must have been very good for you. Very satisfying. Yeah, I bet. If I haven't said this before, it is a absolute top pet peeve of me uh, to see no coffee in a cup Mm -hmm. or no whatever you're drinking. Just fucking just drink it. And for me, my number one pet peeve is to not have people in my life who are just giving me tranquilizers willy-nilly. Yeah. Like, I just, like, why, where are these friends? Like, Uh, why can't I, why can't I have these doctors in my life that are just over-prescribing their patients? Where's Dr. Michael? Where's Dr. Michael? Um, then... Uh, oh, yeah, so then she goes to the other neighbor's house, the one who thinks that she fucked her husband, Mm -hmm. and she's like, hey, so, like, is my daughter dead? And the woman's like, uh, duh, no. (laughs) Like, how do you not know your own daughter's dead? Yep. Um, this is when, oh, and then they go into, like, is it, like, a flashback or a dream sequence, and she's talking to the teacher? That's a flashback. That's that's okay. when she starts to... Things remember. start coming back to her because mm-hmm. she's not being tranquilized any longer. Right. So she starts to remember. She remembers talking to her daughter's teacher. Her daughter's teacher is like, listen, I've dealt with this a lot. And this is where it takes a turn for what we didn't expect. Yeah, this is, this is where the movie gets not good for me. Really quick. Mm-hmm. She's like, your daughter's using adult language. She's not, like, swearing, but, like, she's talking like an adult. Um, And I suspect sexual abuse. And uh, so then the mom goes and talks to the daughter, and she's like, hey, you know, you can tell mommy anything. Was it your, I don't know who Andrew is, like some dude in there. Yeah, they never mention who Andrew is. It's just, it's just a random name some that dude they that, start like, using. babysit sometimes. Mm-hmm. And the daughter's like, no, it wasn't him. It was daddy. <sighs> so we, I kept on saying to Jill, I was like, I really just don't know where this movie is going. Like, It was very unclear. Because we keep on seeing these flashbacks of her losing her temper very violently. So I'm like, you know, did did she murder someone? Is her husband trying to protect her from this murder? Like, what's going on? That would have been fun. Right? It would have been. Also, you know, this neighbor lady's accusing her of having an affair with her husband. What is, is, is that the twist? What's the twist? But no, Lifetime had to use child assault as the main twist of their movie. Yeah, they did. Which was really upsetting. It was. Because I probably wouldn't have chosen to watch the movie if I would have known that this would have been um, an issue with it. Not to say that at some point we won't start reviewing some more heavy-hitting and problematic movies. But also, I don't think that we would have chosen um, a movie in which the premises, a woman suffering from amnesia and the twist is child assault. Like, that's not the kind of movie that we want to watch. 
probably what the the actual premise of the movie is is that woman finds out that her husband is sexually assaulting her daughter and then he fucking tranquilizes her so she forgets. Exactly. <laughs> it's just like so after this ugh. flashback of the conversation with the teacher it continues to go further with she goes home obviously enraged mm-hmm. and starts packing up her belongings and her child's belongings. Her husband comes home. She tells him, look, I figured out your bullshit. Right. I believe our daughter. Yeah. I'm leaving you. I'm taking our daughter. You're never seeing her again. And Michael goes, no. How can you be sure that she's telling the truth? And I will take you to court and I will tell people that you're crazy right. and you have a temper and that you are reactionary and that you are not of sound mind and body. Right. And they're going to believe me because I'm a doctor. Right. Yeah. He. Well, I think that he subtly uses his place as a man. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that they do actually, like, <clears throat> kind of subtly bring in these, like, feminist tones to the movie. Where it's certainly not a feminist movie. But I think no. that they do, like, touch upon it where, like... I don't think she was she was correct in saying that like the bellhop or whatever was uh, saying that to her because she was a woman. Yeah. But that's not unheard of that that would be a thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's also not unheard of that men uh, would use their stature against someone. Hundred percent. Um, in issues of like child custody and say yeah. like, oh, my hysterical wife, hysteria. Yeah. Uh, she's crazy. Not, she's crazy. It's the fucking. It's the. It's the mo of lifetime women. Oh, for absolutely. women. Like women mm-hmm. are crazy. Men tell the truth. So obviously, Doctor Michael is of sound mind and body and yeah, would never one. do this to his daughter. Absolutely. So, of course, she loses her temper and she hits him over the head with a plate, which I am fully supportive of. Fully supportive of, but yeah. she does hit him over the head with a vase and it's not, like, oh, that solid of a vase. No. And then there's just blood fucking everywhere and he passes out on top of her body. Well, and, that, and that's how she gets covered in blood. Right. But the amount of blood that she's covered not in is, is, like, you know, she decapitated mm someone and and they it's sprayed herself with it so it's like okay so then she then leaves and the trauma of possibly killing her husband or seriously injuring him creates enough emotional trauma that she has amnesia and that's how the movie describes her amnesia is emotional trauma very like low level they don't really like flat out say anything they're just like here's and then she didn't remember. <laughs> but I do I do think that's another shitty move by Lifetime to oh, be yeah. like, hey, this woman does not have the mental fortitude to withstand this situation so much so that her mind shuts down. Which, to be fair, is is a fair response in, in a lot of ways. Yeah, you know, like, but obviously yeah, her husband's like, betrayal and... Necess- I don't know, I don't think that that's, like, every woman that's that has happened so... I can't imagine that hasn't happened so many times. Yeah. And enough women have not had amnesia. I just, I just it. also... Like, I, I guess my frustration with the amnesia thing also stems from there's... There's so many better ways to tell this story. Yeah. About a woman standing up to her husband, if about she a woman and her child. That would have made more sense. That would have made if that if this movie was about, hey, I caught my husband being a one hundred percent piece of shit. Being an absolutely should be murdered <clears throat> trash yeah. fire, and then she murders him, and then the movie is dealing 
with murdering her husband and protecting her child. That's a movie that I'd be like, okay, all right. Right. It's definitely a Lifetime movie. Yeah. But I'll go with it. Yeah. This whole whole smoke and mirrors, the twist, the amnesia, it just felt so shitty. And then we get to the point where we learn that it's not just her daughter. He is a pediatrician and has unfortunately used that to his own advantage, for lack of a better way of saying that, I guess. Um, And they get into this court situation, which here's our second person of color in the movie who is also a woman of color. Yes. And she is the lawyer. Mm -hmm. Um, And we point that out just to say that Hey, Lifetime, maybe fucking do better with that. Yep. (laughs) Like, thanks for making a person of color a lawyer, but also, like, have them be a fucking, like, important role in the movie more than just, like, a Let them literally have more than a sentence. Oh, my God. Like, let them have agency and character. It's just, it's fucking, it's basic fucking shit. It's just so frustrating. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I I don't want people to necessarily think that we're being like, oh, there's one person, as if we're keeping... Like, a, a tally score. It's mainly just, like, we're hoping that we find a character that isn't white and wealthy right. speaking. And also yeah. speaking ridiculously. Oh, my goodness. It's um, not going to happen. This is and- not our podcast for that <laughs> shit. I'm finding that out. Um, and uh, so they're in this, like, meeting between lawyers. these two white dudes and then the two women. And, um the oh like the lawyers leave the room and Michael comes over to Jane and he's like I just like I like love you like I just like I want you back like because I want this what that's enough like whatever and then she says interesting for a man that likes children yes yeah there's just there's a lot of bright spots in a lot of poorly done areas Mm -hmm. So the the finale, well, not the finale, but the final act of the movie is good because Jane is speaking up for herself. Jane's speaking up for her daughter. She's not buying any of Michael's bullshit. Uh-uh. She's seeking rep- representation. She's trying to get other victims and their and their families to help speak out to help stop this. Right. Uh, and Lifetime actually makes a decent portrayal of the fact that the justice system is very difficult in these situations on how to go forward and how to proceed because they do they do touch upon like she had seen another woman in the in the office of her husband's uh um office or whatever and and her daughter had been abused by michael and she talks to her Um, and the lady's like, yeah, I just, like, I don't want her to testify because I don't want her to have to go through that again and see him again and all of this shit. Well, especially in the 90s when they, like, if to testify, it wasn't, like, in a private room that they recorded. It was, like, if if you wanted your child to testify, you were there confronting, you know, the person that abused you. But no matter what the circumstance, like, certainly that's worse. Oh, yeah. But no matter the circumstance, like, that is a huge part of why that is challenging, like, on top of this it's not just lifetime like it's it's society thinking that women are crazy like we're mm. not trusted so if we say that someone abused us oh well she just wants whatever x like she wants absolutely um but then there's also the element of like 
but how do we heal if we have to then go to court and be in a room with this person who's saying we're lying and saying we're crazy? Yeah. And, like, how do we heal from that when we just have to constantly be bombarded with messages that are like, you are wrong? Yeah, especially because the trial process for these things is not is not necessarily, like, tell me your experience. Right. It's defend your experience. Yeah. So it's... Give me proof. It's... Exactly. It's made, It's challenging. Give me proof that you said no. Exactly. Like, give me proof that which you resisted. Which is not the barrier. No. Like, that's fucking bullshit. No. It's and, bullshit. And then, especially when you involve children... Absolutely. It... It obviously complicates and makes the whole experience even more horrifying because how does a child have agency? Have at agency all. and yeah. in order to speak out for themselves and also be believed because so many people are like, oh, well, children, which is such such bullshit. But oh, children misconstrue and children lie and children don't understand situations and children, which you know, should be a reason things. to their advantage. Absolutely, like, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it's 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 just and it's tragic. So in the movie, Michael, his defense of what happened, he's like, nothing happened, but she did walk in while I was shaving. Yeah, and it's like, so Michael, do you do you shave your face fully nude? Is that, is that, see, because I, I, I happen to not have a beard, and so I, I don't, I don't trim it up, I, I don't shave it up, um, so I'm just wondering, male-oriented listeners who have beards and shave, do you shave fully nude? If so, cool. do you then have anatomy lessons with your child while, uh, while yeah, his, shaving? Because that's his defense. Yeah, his whole and thing was like... And that's what's fucking ridiculous. I was shaving and she was curious. And then she's like, what the fuck? And he's like, but nothing happened. What? What does that even mean? What are you talking I'm about? A, I'm actually really surprised that that was even... Why was that in there? That that was even in there. Because, yeah. I mean, I understand that they're trying to villainize him, but there's... Oh, but then, and I wrote this down, but then she, her response to that was, I want you dead. I want... Perfect. <laughs> because yeah. because if yeah. someone ever said that to me, that's yeah. that's all I could uh, say. No thanks. Is that I yeah. wish that the head wound I would have given you would have fucking killed you. Yeah. In our foyer. <laughs> our beautifully... Their house Decorated foyer. Ridiculous. That bathtub. Um, so, quote-unquote, it's a happy ending in the regards that, uh, I believe they win the case. They do, because his assistant <clears throat> finally comes forward. She does. On the stand and goes, hey, so I was obviously, you know, someone who believed and trusted Michael and also sedated his wife and participated <laughs> in all these things. Um, also, I have a daughter. Yeah. Who Michael was her pediatrician. Right. And my daughter told me that Michael also molested her. And and I think she said, like, hurt her. Yes. On top of that. Yes. I mean, I guess I suppose that that could be construed as hurt. It, it certainly is. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he... It, it sounded like he also, like, physically hurt her. Like, yeah. He, like, damaged her in some way. Um, because one woman can't be trusted, but... Two and, to three women, possibly. And that's something be. that in in my circle has been happening recently where one woman came forward 
And even after 30 women came forward, people are still questioning. Well, I mean, like, is she just looking for drama or attention? Like, does she just, I mean, (laughs) is she just trying to ruin this guy's life for fun? Does she even know what she's doing? And and one woman should be trusted. Yeah. If they're, if they're lying, that is the 1% of the people that come forward. Like, there's no benefit to coming forward. Yeah, there's actually a study that, than, that was released that it, it's something like less than 1% because the repercussions yeah, of coming forward from sexual assault uh, Are, is not is not beneficial in any way and no. oftentimes are lacking the resources for individuals to heal and move on from the incident. Right. They're just left with the trauma and the mm-hmm. aftermath and then also dealing with our justice system, whether it's, it's you know, getting a rape kit and then never hearing from anyone ever again and your rape right. kit never being processed and nothing right. ever happened. Um, you know, it's it's what kept me from going forward when I was sexually assaulted right. because I was terrified. I was absolutely terrified of going and being public about it and nothing yeah. happening. And that, it keeps so many people silent. I I mean, I haven't. Like, I don't know a woman that hasn't been in that situation, and I know a couple who have come forward. Yeah. that is the reality of the situation. I do not know a woman who has not had a situation. Yeah. Not one. No. A hundred percent. Yeah. It is ridiculous, and... In some ways, I do feel like this movie brought a lot of of that to light. Which, in the early 90s, it wasn't being talked a lot about. It wasn't, especially not on TV. And and we we can't forget that these Lifetime movies were made for TV. So... As, such a I mean, special place of the universe. Jill and I can't forget, because we're watching this shit, but you as our listeners uh, who might not be punishing yourselves watching <laughs> these might might forget the fact that, that these were made for TV, general audiences were watching them, right. families were watching them, and they were creating some dialogues. And sure. I do think that this was a dialogue creating Absolutely. movie. Yeah. Um, Especially, like, how she dealt with her daughter, I felt like... I, I definitely got to the place of, like, I don't know if I had a daughter, like, how I would deal with that. Like, and that's something that I've thought about in terms of, like, how my mom would deal with it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how you would have that conversation um, and and defend your daughter. Like, obviously, you would defend your daughter, but, like, how do you do that and also, like, keep your cool? Like, you yeah. have to just be that person. Well, like, that's that's the sad thing is that, yeah. is that in many situations, people don't come and sure. defend their daughter. And, right. and that was something that was pretty radical about this is that from the get-go, oh, yeah. she was just like, nope, that first conversation that she had, she believed her daughter, she didn't press for details, she just immediately was like, nope, this marriage is over, I'm leaving, my daughter is leaving, we'll figure it the fuck out. She she threw her wedding ring at him as if that was divorce, Uh, which I fucking love. If only it was that easy. And then she went and picked her daughter up from the grandparents' house, like his parents, yeah. Um, and the grandparents were like, like, dot, granddaughter, come to me. And the granddaughter was like, uh, I'm 
good. Yeah, and of course these poor fucking parents don't I know that their know. son's a monster. Yeah, absolutely. And they and they've just heard that his wife's gone mad. Right. And kidnapping this. And he's a kid. manipulator, so of course Obviously. like they believe him. Yeah, well, I mean, but I can't really uh, I can't really feel too bad for them because no. they're obviously lizard people because they gave <laughs> yeah. birth to this lizard man and they're yes. all wearing human skin suits and uh, no one can be trusted. God, Michael was such a piece of fucking shit. Yeah. He he really was gaslighting 101. It was just the fucking worst. Like he was just like, I don't want you to embarrass yourself. Yeah. Like you don't need to talk to people. You just sleep. No, you you don't need to stress yourself out by talking to your friends, family, and loved ones. If they're <laughs> so just like just just a warning um, for anyone out there. If anyone in your life is like, hey, I don't want you to talk to anyone in your circle of support. Don't fucking listen to yeah. them. Start talking to everyone in your I, circle of support immediately. I was in that situation at one point for sure, and was definitely like that was the trigger of like. Yeah, no, like, I want to talk to my friends. Yeah. Um, And that was certainly, like, like advantageous for me. That's not the situation that everyone is in. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, like, if you, if someone's like, I don't want you hanging out with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, be very critical of someone that is saying that to you. Yep. Uh, because that's bullshit. Especially if they're doing the whole, I just want to protect you. Fuck off. I just want to protect you from yourself. Fuck off. It's fucking... Someone tried to protect me at a bar a recently. Like, some dude was like, are you okay? And I was like, I'm fucking fine. Get out of my face, dude. Yeah, the best... If you're actually, like, in a, in a situation, that's nice. Oh, yeah. But if you're just... Uh, yeah, the best part, uh, of, of... Well, there's there's many amazing parts of being with my partner, Brian, of almost nine years. But one of my favorite things is that we were at a show, and a bunch of our friends were out, and there was some fucking shitty douchebag just being way too violent and elbowing. And, and, Shoe dude? And, and, no. no. <laughs> I unfortunately have too many stories of me getting angry about people yeah. being weird at shows, because uh, <laughs> it's my thing. And um, someone tapped Brian. I don't know if he was playing pinball or just, like, hanging out with some friends. Like, hey, just a heads up, you know, Kayla, she's in there, and there's this guy, and he's being a dick, and it's getting kind of physical. And Brian just looks at him and goes... That sucks for them because Kayla can handle this. <laughs> and it was just yeah. like, thanks, babe. Yeah. I got this. Yeah. I, I love got that. I, I also fear anyone yeah. in my path. Oh, yeah. Uh, anyone. I'm being... not saying that I'm like necessarily physically strong. I suppose I shouldn't like say that out loud, but I don't necessarily consider no, myself that. The, that's but why you got me. That's why I'm your sidekick, man. Don't. I I feel like I generally give off the eyes that people are like, Ooh, oh, not talking to that uh, girl. I'm, I'm going to tell you yeah. for real. Before we knew each other, when like I'd see <laughs> at some shows, I'd be like, you know, you you just you just have that like real good serious face. Yeah. And it's just like, oh yeah, I don't know if that if that girl wants me to really approach her and shoot the shit with her because she's got that like cool mean mugging face. And I'm like, yeah. it's too cool for me. <laughs> I gotta move on. I gotta go. That's I gotta go talk at someone for a while. I'm not, uh, I've just been in the service industry too long, man. (laughs) Word up, man. Holy shit. No, I feel that. My, my go fuck yourself face is just my natural resting face now. I can't help it. There's no differentiation. No. No. It's just, hello. Cheers to that. Fucking cheers to resting bitch face. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
so yeah, so I I, I do not... think we mentioned the movie ended on a high note. It ended on a uh, I would say quote unquote high note. Yeah, I mean a he lifetime didn't... high note. We don't know what happened afterwards. He did not win the case as far as we can tell no. because he's a fucking piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and she believed her daughter, which is one hundred percent amazing. Two thumbs up. She went to court for her. Like it makes me want to cry and not and like maybe because I'm PMSing. I don't know. No, who knows. Um, uh, but yeah, like it was fucking incredible. Yeah, how many... but most of the movie. Uh... Oh yeah, I know. That, that, <laughs> that, that, that's a tough part for me. Yeah. How, how many blankets would you give it? Ooh, ooh, I'd say four blankets. I also was gonna yeah. say four. The pro- we need more conflict on our <laughs> and our enjoying a movie Here, together. You don't like that. You don't like that. I like split pea soup. I fucking it enrages me. <laughs> First of all. When you first mentioned <laughs> split pea soup, it was with ham. And then you Facebooked me a photo of just split pea soup, which is just mashed peas yeah. in a fucking there were container. <sighs> Jill, I am. All, literally, all I had that was already ready, and I was like, still sick, was a veggie dog, so I cut it up and put it in the soup. Which, it's just, you're not even going to put I'm ham not, in it? I didn't have bacon ham. in it? You have a veggie? You I just have veggie bacon. dogs lying around? I had around? a veggie dog. It's well, I, fine. Yeah. I'll forgive you. I, you know. It's fine. Listen. But I, I also, a solid four blankets. <laughs> I was pretty upset with the twist. Yeah, I, it I, wasn't pleasant. I didn't care for how they no. did it. The delivery was horrible. It was very gratuitous. It but was. they redeemed themselves a little bit with how she handled it. Yes. How she went forward, mm-hmm. how she refused to give up for her daughter. I appreciate I, those factors. I did appreciate that like the whole movie they were seeing they were like framing it like she was crazy. Yeah. But in the end they did give her the benefit of the doubt that she was not crazy, that yeah. she did see things as reality, and that is not something that Lifetime always does. No. So I do appreciate that. Yeah, I mean she did have to be tortured half to death in yeah, order absolutely. to be believed. She had to I be mean, on something that she told was told was tranquilizers. <laughs> but what I wrote was that it was called Cell Doll, and then he said something like Anadol. I have no fucking clue what this drug is. This they're they're just thinking. making up fucking names. I don't know. It just whatever sounds good let's yeah. be real anyway uh yeah. yeah i would say four fleece blankets mm-hmm. Ditto. um it was a tough one mm-hmm. if you have any triggers of that do not watch it absolutely <clears throat> uh we didn't know ahead of time i wish that would have been in the synopsis which is one sentence long and it said something about ten thousand dollars in her pocket yeah was never really addressed aside from yeah. the plastic bag thanks imdb really would appreciate that heads up um yeah, so that was the movie. I don't know what we're going to watch next. We never know. Never know. Um, and uh, we want to say, uh, will you please subscribe to our podcast on whatever you listen to it on. Download this episode and all of the episodes that we do. Um, what was the last thing that we're supposed to say? Please like oh, and review. Co- yeah, review us. Mm-hmm. Review us. Yeah. Uh, it should be on iTunes at this point. Um, it's very weird doing these because we haven't yet, like, uploaded them to anything, and yeah, we're, we're seeing this in advance. Like, time is a fucking construct, We're, I'll we're say building that. a library, yeah. if you will, 
We're, so we can we can release a few at a time and kind of give a little bit of a teaser here and there. Uh, but we definitely thank you for tuning in. Absolutely. And we really want to hear your opinions on yes. some of these different ideas oh. and concepts. And we have uh, an email address if yes, you'd like to talk to it us. It is I wanna wear your skin at yahoo.com. Yes, it is. Because I won that battle. Yeah. You can also like us on Facebook and Instagram. I wanna wear your skin. Podcast. I wanna, not I want to. Yeah, W A N N A, as if, you know, you're drunk and slurring. You get it. I wanna wear your skin. I wanna wear your skin. Which, uh, fucking Michael was like, uh, top notch, I wanna wear your skin sort of shit. Skin guy. That was our skin guy right there. Blit. So, so that's it. That's uh, it. We'll she's Jill. And uh, yeah, and, and she's Kayla. And I, I want to wear, wear your skin. See you next week. Bye.